Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Light Morning Shot, and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. Argentines took to the streets on Wednesday to demand what they say is justice for Diego Maradona after the soccer icon's death in November sparked investigations into how he died and whether there had been any negligence in his care. A medical board at the request of the Justice Department met on Monday to analyze Maradona's death. The idol who won the 1986 World Cup had serious health problems when was recovering from brain surgery when he died in the suburbs of Buenos Aires. A row over a one-person pay rise for national health service staff in England has overshadowed Boris Johnson's push to reopen schools on Monday with the nurses fundraising for possible strike action against the government. The low-level pay rise sparked fury among health unions after a year in which NHS hospitals have been deluged with huge numbers of critically ill COVID-19 patients. The Royal College of Nurses has started fundraising for possible strike action after calling for a pay rise of 12.5%. Meanwhile, according to NHS providers, an organization for the membership for NHS services, the government had already planned for a pay rise of 2.1% in its long-term plan. Meanwhile, England's 32 billion dollar test and trace system has not made a significant impact on the COVID-19 pandemic and failed its key goals despite its unimaginable cost, a British parliamentary committee said on Wednesday. An Israeli-Canadian lobbyist hired by Myanmar's Janta will be paid 2 million dollars to assist in explaining the real situation of the army's school to the United States and other countries. documents filed with the US Justice Department show more than 60 protesters have been killed and 1900 people have been arrested since February 1st when Myanmar's general seized power and detained civilian leaders including state councilor Aung San Suu Kyi Ari Ben Menash and his firm Dickens and Madison Canada will represent Myanmar's military government in Washington as well as lobby Saudi Arabia the United Arab Emirates Israel and Russia and international bodies like the United Nations. The Montreal-based firm will assist the devising and execution of policies for the beneficial development of the Republic of the Union of Myanmar and also to assist in explaining the real situation in the country. A fire that earlier this week tore through an overcrowded detention center for migrants in Yemen's rebel-held capital has killed at least 44 people, according to the latest death toll released by on Wednesday by the head of the Eritrean community in Yemen. New dramatic details also emerged about the blaze on Sunday, with survivors and leading figures in the migrant community saying the fire started when guards fired tear gas. into a crowded hangar trying to end a protest by the migrants some 900 migrants most of them from Ethiopia were detained at the facility of the passports and naturalization authority complex in Sana which is controlled by the rebels when the fire took place the international organization for migration had said almost 1 million australians will be able to enjoy half price flights 
to domestic holiday destinations under a government plan announced on Thursday to boost tourism as COVID border closures keep international travellers out, reports AFP. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the government would spend $1.2 billion Australian dollars to subsidise 800,000 flights to areas outside major cities that were heavily dependent on international tourists. Half-price airfares will be offered to entice Australians to book holidays at places like the Great Barrier Reef, Uluru and the Gold Coast. Australia has been effectively sealed off from the rest of the world since shutting its borders last March in response to the coronavirus pandemic and is yet to announce when it will reopen to overseas visitors. International tourism was worth about 45 billion Australian dollars a year to the country's economy before the pandemic hit. At least 22 countries enacted or proposed changes during the coronavirus pandemic that weakened environmental regulations, endangered protected areas around the globe, according to a research paper published on Thursday. Brazil, India and the United States are the hotspots of COVID-era rollback, said the paper, published by the International Union for Conservation of Nature on how protected areas were affected by the pandemic, reports Reuters. During a time when all eyes were obviously on COVID, you had governments reducing budgets or weakening environmental protections, said Mariana Napolitano Ferreira, head of science at the WWF Brazil. The report showed that the pandemic significantly impacted protected areas around the globe beyond just rollback, with the crisis leading to job losses among protected area rangers, reduced anti-poaching patrols and deaths. You're listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.